0: Having the right mindset is important when it comes to achieving a goal you desire. There's this little thing called fear, and it often keeps us from starting and will interrupt us from finishing. When we do not achieve an intended goal, we often feel like we have failed. It is difficult to be vulnerable and expose our failures. But what if we look at our failures not as negatives, but as positive learning opportunities to grow. My name is Ronika Jacobs and you found my podcast, Strive for More, Your Best Life Now. While there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there, you've taken the time out to listen to this one. So for that, I would like to say thank you. So without any further delay, let's get to it. Let's strive for more. The Mindset for Success. My next guest,
1: Justin Aldridge, is helping people strive for more in the area of success coaching. Justin is a teacher turned success coach, motivational speaker, and author. Justin is a former athlete and played football for the University of Texas at Austin, Hook'em Horn. He now helps ambitious, unfulfilled people trade in lives of monotony to live what he calls an uncommon life. In this episode, he will discuss his journey from growing up in poverty to achieving a life of success on his terms. Hi, Justin. Welcome. Thank you so much for being on my show. How are you doing?
2: Ronika, thank you so much for having me. I am doing well. I'm fired up, ready to go.
1: Oh, that, that's great to hear. I love it. I love your energy. It's Awesome. Okay, so how can you define success to someone? Um, You know, like how does someone know that they are successful?
2: You know, that's actually one of my favorite questions to ask somebody when they're reaching out to me for coaching. Um, Because one of the things that I realized when I got into this space was that a lot of people were reaching out to me and they were seeking out a certain definition of success that wasn't actually their own. They knew that they had this burning desire to be, do, or have more in life. They wanted more quote-unquote success, but whenever I would press them on this question of how do you define success, and these are actually like like almost scripted exactly as I asked them, and I'd be like, well, how do you know when you're successful? Most people can't answer those questions, or you find that whenever they do answer it, it's almost like some canned response, and a lot of times it's based around a number, and so one of the things that I love doing is making people actually come up with the answer to that question for themselves because the answer shouldn't be the same. A lot of people think that success is predicated on some number. It's like once you get to a certain income, then you by definition are successful. But for other people, time is the signifier of success. For other people, it's the freedom to be able to do what they want. And so I can't really give you an answer necessarily because I know that my answer is not going to be the same as yours, and it shouldn't be. But I think that that's something some, everybody needs to do is get clear on exactly what that answer is for them, and then they need to spend their time pursuing that answer because yeah everybody's definition of success it can't be the same because
1: what I desire in life may not be what the next person is desiring in life that's so true so Justin I know a little bit about your background and how you grew up can you do me a favor
2: can you share your story with my listeners yeah so I grew up uh, people look at me now and they kind of have the, uh, the whole judging a book by its cover type of thing, and whenever I was in the classroom, I used to love asking my kids, because I taught in um, a lower-income school, and I would always ask them, like, what do you think my story of my upbringing is, and it would just be way, way off base, and I would kind of open their eyes once I told them the story, but I grew up, I'm the youngest of five kids to two high school dropouts. My dad was 21 with five kids, my mom 20 with three, uh, my three eldest siblings we're all high school dropouts, grew up very poor, um, really, really struggling, and that just kind of became the, the definition for my life. Uh, I was always the outlier in my family, in school, everything. Um, I just had a ton of anxiety, limiting beliefs, all these different things that were going on inside of me because I've had that sense of calling inside of me since I was a little kid, but I never really believed that I could be successful. Uh, grew up great athlete, strong student, graduated at the top of my class, ended up going to the University of Texas. And I tell people pretty much the majority of my life has been defined by the phrase overachieving but underbelieving. And it was in my 20s that I was battling anxiety even worse, which eventually turned into depression. And coming out of that depression was when this whole Uncommon Life movement started, where I made this commitment that I wanted to really lean into becoming the best version of myself, creating the best life that I could for me so that I could then go on a mission to help other people do the exact same thing in their lives.
1: Wow. Man, that is awesome to hear and helping people and just that you found a way to do that for others because you're right. A lot of people do judge a book by their cover. Just looking at the outside, they assume lots of things about people. So you do success coaching. Mm-hmm. What, what
2: does that entail? So I like to tell people when I go to networking events and things like that, and they ask me, what do you do? I don't like giving just some basic elevator pitch. I actually throw out like random responses. And one of the ones that I throw out there is I, I tell people that I'm a bridge builder. And they're just kind of like, why are you at a networking event for entrepreneurs if you're a bridge builder? And then I kind of unpack that for them. And the reason I use that analogy is because, obviously, a bridge connects two points. It connects a destination where you're at and the destination of where you want to go. And that's really what I do is I walk alongside people. I help them to get crystal clear on what do they want life to actually look like, um, what is the, the difference between what life looks like now, and then I help them create a plan of how to actually get there. Because people want to overcomplicate success. We want to make success so much harder than it needs to be, and I help them to really simplify the entire strategy by getting clarity, creating a roadmap, and then just taking action to create the result that you want to create. Hmm. Hmm. So can you share a story
1: of one of your clients you helped that just stands out to you? Of course, leaving out names in particular, but can you share that? With us,
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I can actually kind of lump a few into the same story, Um, again, leaving out names, because they're really all the same. The people that I work with are exactly as you described in that opener. They're ambitious, unfulfilled people, and a lot of them have to do with their career. They come to me because they are, quote unquote, successful by other people's standards, but they're so unfulfilled inside. They're doing, they're waking up every day having to go to a job that they absolutely hate, that's unfulfilling to them, and they feel like they're wasting their lives. And I've had numerous clients where they've done exactly that. And what we do is I help them to get clear on, you know, what do you want to be doing? What is your dream job? Because a lot of people, again, can't answer that question because they're living from a place of should or expectation rather than living from a place of true desire and passion. And so helping them to kind of peel back the layers a little bit to get clear on, okay, what would you like to be doing if you woke up every day and you were passionate, you were on fire about the work that you get to do? And with several of my clients, it was getting clear on that and then creating a, a plan of action to get them there. A lot of people want to start businesses nowadays. Um, they, they have these passion projects that obviously you and I can resonate with. And, but they're not in a position where they can just up and quit their job and go do something else. A lot of people that I work with are parents, or they've got obligations, they've got mortgages, they've got bills to pay, they've got different things going on in I life. hear that. Exactly. And so helping them to create what I call a runway, so really starting to move into creating space for this goal or this dream that they have, while also building up this this nest egg or this, this side um, safety net over here, in order to be able to to transition. And so creating a long-term plan of transitioning into this new life. And as we're going through that process, we're digging into and uprooting those limiting beliefs, and we're transforming them as a person. So that way, as they're going through this journey, they're just stepping into this whole new identity, the true identity that's inside of them that they've kept buried the entire time because they're, like I said, living from a place of obligation or expectation from other people. Wow. Expectations of
1: others. (laughs) I can definitely attest to that. So then let me ask you this, because that's a perfect segue into my next question. And I have dealt with this, you know, like you said, expectation. We're trying to live up sometimes to the expectations of others. So in your process of helping others, have you ever learned anything about yourself? Has anything about yourself been revealed to you through this process of helping
2: someone else? The great thing about coaching, Ronika, is the fact that most people coach on experiences that they've had, and I'm no different. The people that I coach are me just a few years ago, and so mm-hmm. the work that I'm doing with them is ongoing work that I continue to do on myself every day. So the the like coaching a client on fear, for example. I'm working with a client right now, and she's she's very, very successful outwardly. But there's a lot of things that she wants to accomplish in her life and her career that she's not doing because she just has this overwhelming fear of being judged by other people. Something that so many people can resonate with, something I could resonate with very, very deeply growing up. And yes. that's that fear that I had to work through, and it's a fear that as I continue to up-level, as I continue to grow, as I continue to get in rooms with more and more successful people – It's a continuation of things that I have to work through. So my work is an ongoing work of what I'm constantly doing on myself. So yeah, there have been things that are eye-opening that I'm like, hey, that's something I need to dig in a little bit more on as an idea pops into my mind while I'm organically having a conversation with a client. But really most of the work that I'm doing is foundational to my personal and career growth. And so it's just an extension of the work that I'm already doing ahead of time. Yes, and
1: I know for myself, there's always work that has to be done to continue. I continuously am working on myself, right? Striving for
2: more consistently. Exactly. And okay, the greatest so- teachers are, are, are just practitioners. They're just going mm-hmm. out there and they're teaching what they know, what they do, what they experience. Okay. So, Justin, you talk about the uncommon life. So what does that mean? So that actually started as a personal mantra for myself and what it means is creating a life according to your definition of success. You know, so many people like I said, they're they're living from this place of expectation. You can even look at this whenever you ask somebody why they have a certain political or religious affiliation, why we we think the way that we do, most of those things have been handed down to us. So We grow up, for lack of a better term, being brainwashed from society, from the people around us, and we don't know how to think for ourselves. And that's the reason why, I firmly believe that's the reason why most people are unfulfilled in life, why they're so dissatisfied and yearning for more, because they're not living a life according to their definition of a great life. They're doing jobs they hate. They're creating lives for themselves that they don't want to actually be living. And so... When when I talk about the uncommon life, I mean living from a place of true, unabashed authenticity, owning who you are and what you want in your life, and then spending your life actually going out and pursuing those things. Because when you do that, that's how you show up as the best version of yourself. That's how you create greater impact in the world, and that's how you ultimately end up creating more fulfillment for yourself and not waking up every day hating life or wishing it was different. So, Justin, then why do you think that people are
1: reluctant to live an uncommon life? I mean, who wouldn't want to do something that they love for the rest of their lives? Or why wouldn't you pursue that passion? Like, what keeps
2: people from doing that, what, in your opinion? The, the, the false perception of safety and security and the, the – um, it, it's uncomfortable, to be completely honest with you, Ronika, most people don't want to do it because it's uncomfortable. We know as people who are hungry for growth, people who do want to live that type of life, you and I, we know that all growth truly does come outside of your comfort zone, somewhere most people don't like to be. And most people, for being completely honest, it's kind of lip service that they want to live that best life. Yes, everybody would ideally like to live that way, but most people don't want to do the work necessary. And a lot of it stems from this Like I said, this false perception of safety and security. If this pandemic has shown us nothing else, it should show us that safety and security don't really exist. Your life could be over in an instant. That that, that job that you had that's been providing that financial security for you can be gone in an instant. And so people are sitting there living for safety and security – Whenever those things don't really exist, I'm not saying go out and live a reckless life and, and you know trade in your secure job when you've got a family to support to go travel the world and, and do all these different things. But you can have the best of both worlds. You can pursue your passions and be able to have that perceived safety and security while you're working toward that life that you truly want to live. But if you're, if you're thinking that safety and security is something that's a foundation to build upon, you're setting yourself up for that failure that most other people are as well. What are three
1: things that people could do, you know, most immediately for themselves if they're desiring to move towards that direction um, instead of living for safety and security and try to step out of their comfort zone? Do you have maybe three things that you can think of that someone can do immediately or put in place?
2: Yeah, the most important thing that people need to do, is they need to get clarity. And there's two questions that I make all my clients answer. The first question is, who am I? And when you answer that question, you need to answer that question from a value perspective. Like, you need to ask yourself, like, what do I truly value in life? Is it time? Is it, um, is it financial freedom? Is it health? Whatever it is for you. Is it family? You need to get crystal clear on what you truly value. Stop. Uh, don't, don't think about this from a place of what should I value like, really start being authentic and honest with yourself. So, answer that question Who am I? And then the second one is, What do I want? Again, coming from a place of not expectation, but complete truth and honesty. Like, a lot of things, one thing that a lot of people want is financial abundance. They want wealth, but they're so afraid to say that, especially people of faith. Um, I know that obviously you and I have had this conversation, so I know that we're both people of faith. People of faith have yeah. this big hiccup or uh, hold themselves back as if desiring uh, material wealth or financial wealth is somehow fundamentally bad. And I'm like, no, it, mm-hmm. it's all about what are you wanting to do with that wealth. So if you desire material wealth, then pursue that. But just understand that your mm-hmm. heart has to be in the right place. You can have, the, you can have both. Yes. And yes, so answering absolutely. That question, those two questions really are the biggest thing. And then from there, sit down and create a roadmap. Start thinking, what is one thing that I can do today – that's going to move me closer To where I want to go Start getting crystal clear on that Because I'm, I'm a firm believer That you need to be taking Conscious and consistent action In the direction of your goals it may, It's never ever going to be as fast As you want it to be But as long as you're taking Constant consistent action You're doing more work Than 99% of other people And then the last thing mm. is Get over the fear of judgment That fear of judgment Holds so many people back And I promise you At the end of the day, the people that you are worrying about judging you, one, they aren't the people that you want to be associating yourself with anyway, and two, they're probably not judging you anyway because they got their own crap to be dealing with. So get over yourself, stop thinking that you're so important, and throw that fear of judgment off to the side because it's literally costing you your dreams.
1: Wow, those are three tips that make so much sense. So if... I were a person or any of the listeners out there. So they, of course they, you would think like, okay, Justin just shared those tips. All right, I'm going to get started. So then they think, well, I don't need a success coach, but is that true? Or do you think that you
2: still need a success coach? What can that do having a success coach? Everybody, I firmly, and this is not me saying this from the inside, the quote unquote inside. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a coach long before I was a coach. The reason why – okay, think about it like this. I always like to – I'm, I'm an athlete. Um, I've been an athlete my entire life, and I always ask people this question. Okay, so why do the Tom Brady's, the LeBron Jameses, going back a little bit, the Michael Jordan's of the world, why did they have coaches? I mean they, they, they were the best of the best at their craft, right? So why, why on earth would they need a coach? The reason people need a coach is because we view the world not as it is but as we are meaning that we've got huge blind spots. We've got things that are going on inside of us that we can't see. We've got things that we're accepting as truth that aren't truth. And so having a coach gives you that unbiased, objective perspective on what it is that you're trying to accomplish in your life. And like for me, for example, I study the habits of success. I study what it is that people do, where the shortcomings of people are, what holds people back from creating the life that they want to create. It's not something I dabble in, something I listen to a podcast about um, here and there. This is something that I do. Just like a sports coach sits down and they break Mm -hmm. down and they analyze film so that they know every subtlety, every nuance of what the opponent is trying to do, your mind when it comes to creating a successful life is your opponent. So if you can't figure out how Mm -hmm. to overcome that opponent, how to make that opponent work for you, you're never going to get to where you want to go. So I believe that everybody, this is not like, me trying to say, hey, come work with me, whether it's me or some other coach, you need to be working with a coach. If you truly have those aspirations to create a huge, abundant, successful life for yourself.
1: Wow, Justin, what a word. That is amazing information that you shared. Wow. I I see why you're a success coach, because the accountability alone that you would hold someone up to, uh, that would be enough to make sure that they get to their preferred reality for sure. I appreciate
2: (laughs) that. I'm good at accountability. I'm not going (laughs) to (laughs) lie.
1: Well, Hey, I would think that that's something that, you know, anyone who was wanting to get there and they just haven't quite gotten there yet. That's something that they would need. Well, Justin, I have one last question for you. Now I always ask my guests one last question that has nothing to do with the topic and maybe it's because I'm nosy. I'm not really sure, (laughs) but, uh, If you could tell your younger self something,
2: what would you tell him? What would you tell a young Justin? This is going to sound really corny um, and almost like it's a scripted answer, but I would tell him be uncommon. I would tell him, dude, you feel different for a reason because you're connected with the, the divine nature of who you are, something most people unfortunately don't have. Like you're tapped into the source Of how you're actually supposed to be living Stop running from it Like you have been your entire life And lean into it Because that's the key that unlocks the door To the life that you desire Right now you're not living the life that you want Because you're running from your nature You're running from your truth The moment that you lean into that The moment that you accept it The moment that you make that The foundation upon which you, you live your life You create your life That you filter every decision That you're making your life uh, Filter that through Dude, that's when life opens up to you. So I would tell my younger self that. That's why I tell everybody that, those two words. Be uncommon. Tap into who you are, what you want, and just forget about what everybody else cares about it. Because when you lean into that, that is your purpose. That is why you are here, and that's how you're going to create the best life for yourself. Man,
1: Justin, (laughs) I could talk to you all day. This is so dope. (laughs) All right, so – Thank you so much for your time. I hate it. My time is up, man. I really appreciate you. Can you do me a favor? Can you please take the time to let everyone know how they can either get in touch with you for success coaching or book you as a motivational speaker because you are dynamic <laughs> or any of your, you know, anything that is associated with you, your Instagram, please let everybody know.
2: Absolutely. Um, you can find me. Really, the, the platforms I'm most active on are Facebook and Instagram. If you go on Instagram, it's just Justin S. Aldridge. If you go on Facebook, just type in Justin Aldridge. I'm the attractive dude towards the top. I'm just kidding. Uh, you'll find me on there as well. And then on my website, I put a lot of content out on my website. Uh, it's just www.justinaldridge.me. That's where you can find out about coaching. You can find out about speaking, all that good stuff. You can read the blog, any uh, any of those good things are, are good places to find me. Well,
1: Justin, again, thank you so much. And uh, anyone can get any of those things uh, associated with Justin by visiting all those links that he mentioned.
2: All right, Justin, take care. Ironically. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Having someone in your life who is your biggest cheerleader makes all the difference in the world. Find that person in your life who does this for you. The person who celebrates your success and cheers you up when you are down. If you don't have that person, a life coach can certainly do this for you. Life coaches have a way of motivating you towards your desired outcome. They can keep you accountable and on track to get to your goals. Lastly, I encourage you to keep track of your proudest moments. When you fall down or you feel down, take them out, read them, and they will actually recenter you. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please leave a review if your podcast player allows. Visit my website at www.striveformore.com, I'm sorry, striveformorepodcast.com to view the show notes and any links my guests have shared. Continue to strive for more and live your best life now. See you in the next episode.